The James Cameron science fiction blockbuster Avatar is one of the most successful movies of all time. It was the first movie to gross more than $2 billion. The story centres around humans mining a precious mineral on the planet Pandora, which threatened the inhabitants, this alien race called the Navi. The development of the language for this alien tribe started even before filming. It took four years to develop, and now fans all over the world want to learn it. My guest this afternoon is the man who developed the Navi language. Language. Professor Paul Fromer, who's speaking at a conference in Fremantle this week. Professor, welcome to the program. Thank you, Gillian. It's nice to be here. How did you come to develop the, the Navi language? Well, um, this was back in 2005, and in a nutshell, I heard about the position and essentially applied for the job. Um, I was teaching at the University of Southern California at the time in the business school, but uh, someone in the linguistics department, a close friend of mine, intercepted an email that went out to linguists asking for someone who might develop uh, this language. My doctorate is in linguistics, but as I say, I was teaching in the business school. But uh, when I got the email, I said to myself, I would really love to do this. And I had a wonderful interview with James Cameron. And at the end, uh, it went pretty well because he we stood up, he shook my hand and said, welcome aboard. So that was back in 2005, and it's been quite a ride ever since. I imagine it has been. What sort of things did he, was he interested in that you would know? He wanted an absolutely original and complete language, which would be appealing, would be euphonious, um, people would like to listen to, that would reflect the culture of the Navi. He knew that I had a an interest in in languages all over the world. I have a fair amount of uh, of experience with a pretty wide variety of languages. So um, he told me about his vision for the language. He uh, actually gave me a handful of words he had uh, come up with himself, mainly names of characters and places and things like that. And I kind of went from there. Uh, we first nailed down the sound system. And when he liked that, then we talked about the grammar, the morphology, the way you put words together. Uh, the way you put words together in sentences and phrases. Um, and it took, oh, maybe about four or five months to get the basics of the language down, and then it was a question of beginning to translate the dialogue. Did you draw from any, uh, and um, I know you said he, he wanted something completely original, but did you draw from any actual existing languages? Not in the sense that I took words from existing languages. I mean, it's um, one of the premises of the language was that um, this is a language that human beings could, in fact, learn and did learn according to the plot line of the story. So that meant that the language had to be um, had to be something that uh, was relatively familiar to human beings. That um, linguists would say it basically followed the principles of universal grammar. So there are certain things in the language that are inspired by things in various languages. For example. Part of the grammar looks a little bit like something in Persian and part looks something like something corresponding in Hebrew and Chinese and Indonesian and so on. Um, But the combination of elements really is unique. And I think I also came up with stuff that, uh, as far as I know, was original and is not found in in any human language. Did you have a lot of fun with it or um, is it a really difficult process? Uh, It is difficult and it proved to be more difficult than I even had imagined, but Oh, yeah, I had a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, It was fun working out how you would say something so as not to be overly influenced by my own language to come up with with interesting ways of approaching certain, uh, certain expressions. It was tremendous fun working with the actors. 
getting them to pronounce his crazy stuff. Oh, well, and Sam Worthington is a is a local um, boy from Rockingham yes, here. How how did he pick it up? Was he <laughs> was he a good student? Sam was great. Sam was incredibly dedicated and 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 really tried very very hard. And I think he, I think he did he did a a fine job. Of course, it's a little bit different with him because his character, as you know, was a human being who had learned the language essentially as a second language. And so realistically, you would not expect him to have mastered the language. And so whatever whatever things came out that weren't absolutely correct was totally natural. And so um and so that that wasn't uh, that wasn't a problem at all. We're talking on Afternoons, if you've just joined us, my guest is the man who developed the Navi language for the massive blockbuster hit Avatar. Professor Paul Fromer is with us this afternoon. What was James Cameron like to work with? He he comes across as so incredibly focused. I imagine he could be really, really finicky or, or was he happy to sort of leave you alone once the basics were there? Focused is a good term. I mean, he is one of the most intense human beings I've ever come across. Extraordinarily impressive. I mean, the range of his interests and his knowledge about so many different things, about language, about about diving, about about cinematography, obviously, just really kind of um, blew me away. We had uh, we had some pretty intense dialogues in the beginning. Mainly about the sound system. Oh, a couple of things having to do with the ground. But then after that, um, he kind of left it up to me, and I developed the uh, really the core of the grammar by myself. There were times when he uh, listened to something that I had come up with and said, mm, "You know, I think I like it to be not that way, but this way." And um, if I came back with, "Well, you know that." at this point seems to violate one of the grammatical rules of the language, he would say, make it work. And of course <laughs> when it comes to yes, when it comes to his when it comes to his creation, he has a perfect right to say that. And so and so I uh, managed to do that. The movie was such a huge hit and so was the response from sci fi fans to this new right. language and they just leapt on it like um like that you know, they leapt on Klingon and were you surprised at how quickly people responded to it? Because it was very fast. I was overwhelmed. And what surprised me more than anything was the fact that people had essentially cracked the language with virtually no help from me. I mean, uh, there is no book out there that says, you know, learn Navi. Uh, what there was was a publication from Fox Studios which listed, oh, about 500 words and their meanings. And then I had just um, given some examples and in interviews in certain newspaper articles. And of course, they had the dialogue from the film. But this incredibly dedicated, passionate, and and sophisticated group of individuals got together and uh, on, online. Of course, the fact that there is an internet had something to do with this. And they formed a community and they helped each other. And before I knew it, this is just weeks after the after the movie came out. I'm beginning to receive pretty long emails written entirely in the language, and oh, it was good. Wow. And that absolutely astonished me. At this point, there really is a community of people all over the world who are using the language as a genuine medium of communication. Um, just about a month ago, I had the, the pleasure, pleasure and privilege of attending the first International Invitational Navi Conference and Workshop held in Northern California, organized <laughs> entirely entirely by the fans, 
Um, it, it wasn't huge because it was held in someone's home, so a very beautiful home in, uh, in a redwood forest. People actually came from all over the United States and four people flew in from Europe. And for two days, they peppered me with questions about the language, very often difficult questions. And I discovered that there were people who were speaking it much better than I can. I was going to say, I I think this is just going to completely get away from you. And I've seen it online, dictionaries and grammar sites and translation sites. And people are going to want more detail. And then they're going to start picking you up on your use. (laughs) When the sequel comes out, there will be be, um, conferences going, no, 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 it's not like that. (laughs) That's already happened. I mean, mean, there are times when I have written to someone in the language or posted something and, and, and 12 people will say, wait a minute, shouldn't it? be the other way and I'd say you know it was late <laughs> and I was <laughs> tired so you know give me a break okay <laughs> oh no they will take this very seriously you're gonna have to have standards professor <laughs> oh yes oh yes yeah. this is really not a community of people who are going around painting themselves blue and attaching tails there there are some very serious very sophisticated people out there who really have developed this interest in the language and and uh, it's been very gratifying. It's a, it is it's glorious. Can you teach me something? The word for hello is kalte. 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 Yeah, that's good. That <laughs> that a sound is um is something that people have focused on. It's called an ejective. It's sort of a popping T sound. Kalte. And then the famous I see you well natikame. Well natikame. Yeah, well, ngatikame. That that, uh, that second word meaning you has this ng sound at the beginning of the word, which actually was the biggest challenge for the actors because although we have ng all over the place in English, we don't have it at the beginning of a word. And so nga, you have to kind of feel it in the back of your throat. Nga, that was tricky. So well, ngatikame. Well, ngatikame. That was good. You are you are a fast study. I am very impressed. I must have um, Navi blood in there somewhere. That must be it. Now you're uh, you're speaking at Notre Dame University in Fremantle on Friday at the Australian yes, Institute of Interpreters and Translators. Do you get a lot of interest from people who aren't sort of you know sci-fi nuts, but are just really interested in the in the growth of a completely new language? There are some people like that. Yeah. Although I I, I would have to say that that the people who are interested in the language by and large. Are the people who are who are, who have been affected very deeply by the movie? I mean, I don't I don't delude myself into thinking that if Navi were not connected with this extraordinary film, which also happens to be the most commercially successful film in the history of cinema, um, there wouldn't be the interest that there is. I mean, I, I think a lot of people see it as a way of maintaining a connection with Pandora. You know, we can't go there, but a lot of people wish they could. But what you can do is speak the language. It, it was an absolutely beautiful movie, and um, even though you say people would have to have a strong interest in the, in the movie, I, I think there's enough of those to um, to take care of that. It's been fantastic to talk to you, Professor, and uh, your lecture, I, I think, will um, will be standing room only. Well, that's it's been delightful to talk to you too. And um, in conclusion, I would say Kievame ut ewangahu, which means. Um, So long, and may Ewa be with you. And may Ewa be with you too.